Hello and welcome to the Atlas Dialogue, and it's our, one of our guest episodes. So as always, you're joined uh, by, oh, I've got that completely wrong. See, this is it. We've started wrong already, so <laughs> let me start again. Um, this is this is common. Hello and welcome to this special guest episode of the Atlas Dialogue. As always, you're joined by myself, Ash Mohammed. I've worked in the finance and banking industry for over 20 years, and we're joined by my good friend, Saud. Hi, Saud. Hi, Ash. So um, about myself, I'm starting a career in accounting, and I'm passionate about tech and uh, fintech and Web3, and I try to share my insights with everyone. Uh, Ash, I'm really excited about this week's episode. We've got a very special guest uh, on, on, on the show today, if, if we can call it a show. So um, our exciting guest has about 11 ex- uh, years of experience in project management, uh, ranging, ranging from industries in fintech, retail, education. Uh, his career has taken him all over the world, from Asia to North America. And I'm sure we and our listeners will learn a lot from him and you know enjoy the discussion. So um, our guest today is Shazil Purvez. Shazil, hey, hi Shazil, how are you doing? Hey Saud, I'm good. How are you? Nice to meet you, Saud and Ash, and pleasure to be on, on this podcast with you. Hi, Shazal. I'm, uh, I'm good. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking out the time. So I was amazed by um, your the trajectory, the tra- trajectory of your career uh, from Pakistan to Singapore and then Canada. And I just wanted to learn more about uh, what you do and what made you take those steps and, you know, uh, progress in your career. So what was the story like and the motivations behind it? So uh, thank you for the question, Shazal. So initially, uh... I started my career in Pakistan as a as a fresh and aspiring uh, professional. Um, sorry, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. So uh, I started my career as fresh and an aspiring professional. I started working for Jazz, uh, which is the largest telco of Pakistan, uh, in their fintech team. So it was a quite a new team, and uh, was given an opportunity to work for a team which was doing something very special and very new in Pakistan, which was fintech e-wallets primarily. Um, so to be honest, at that time, as any young professional, I did not have much idea about what fintech was, uh, what e-wallets were, what product management even was. But yes, my my seniors and my mentors and my, and my boss and my seniors at Jazz taught me throughout my journey. So I stayed there for around eight years, did a lot of work in fintech and product management without actually knowing that it was product management. But at that time in 2011 to um, 19 when I was there, product management was a very, very new field with not a lot of literature on it. Um, so that was my first stint at Jazz. I, I think I really grew a lot there as a professional, learned a lot, faced a lot of new challenges in the tech industry and a lot of different challenges ranging from, hey, how do we work with a waterfall approach? How do we work with an agile approach, Scrum, so on and so forth. Um, then I got a very good opportunity to uh, head the fintech unit and rather create the fintech unit of uh, Food Panda, which is a food and grocery delivery platform um, in Singapore. Uh, this was a regional role, so I was responsible to build their fintech unit in Singapore and 11 other countries ranging from Bangladesh, Philippines, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Laos, Myanmar, Cambodia, so on and so forth. So spent a good two years there. Again, I, I learned a lot from a uh, pure startup perspective there because Jazz was more of a formed organization with processes, whereas Food Panda was a pure startup. I was the 27th employee uh, in the whole region. And by the time I left, they had like 3000. So like I saw that whole scaled up growth and 
it gave me a lot of good opportunities and chances to learn of, of challenges of bootstrapping what what issues startups face you know hey how do we we need to get funding how to create budgets how to hire people from scratch for product and different fields for fintech and payments so that was a very good uh, very good two years experience for me so i built a team of around 30 people at that time i was okay. the first hire in fintech and slowly built a team of 30 people and was working very closely with the management and had a good exposure to product management and business operations um, so since it was it was a startup uh, so and startups usually people tend to do a lot of activities at once with pri- their primary focus being on one activity that's how things work before you scale up the team um, then that moved me to north america where i uh have come and worked for about a year in a month right now so here i have again worked in product management fields uh starting from a company known as applyboard which is a education technology platform uh, based out of uh, waterloo kitchener then i worked for loblaws digital as well uh which is a grocery delivery platform similar to what food panda is in, in asia pacific and currently i'm a product lead uh, at scotia bank uh, taking care of their cross border remittance uh, portfolio or cross border payments portfolio so this is just a summary of my journey from pakistan to singapore to to north america that's that's a real interesting chasla and and um i think kind of very humbly put because um that sounds like quite a challenging journey and lots of growth so just probably taking you back to kind of uh pakistan and you kind of saying um as you mentioned product management was something new and i joined the bank in 2007 and i know exactly what you mean you know product management i don't think people really got what product management was so how 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 did that evolution kind of work for you when did you realize i'm a product manager um versus you know i'm a working change or i'm a delivery person what what would that look like for you so so to be honest like i've stayed in the because in pakistan i worked for 8 years in the first 5 odd years to be honest i we were called product development uh, professionals not product managers uh, but then when a lot of literature started coming up and of course we used to talk with a lot of you know international vendors as well from across the world and we got to know this concept of product managers and then when we did our own research on this concept online because there was no formal degrees in pakistan on product management did a few courses on coursera we realized hey by actually we are not product development managers we are product managers because we do everything relating from you know understanding the customer problem uh, working in a scrum model building hypotheses testing them with the customers working with designers so we were doing all of that but in the pretense of product development uh, space and i think in the latter half i would say 2016 is is when we as a team got this realization that hey you know we are actually product managers in, in the real true sense of things and and what was the um you know you kind of said you went to singapore then um so so what was that like cuz you know um i assume born raised in pakistan and then jumped to singapore what was that like was that nerve-wracking or how did that feel but uh, it was quite an interesting challenge actually because when i moved to singapore uh, i was the first person in the whole delivery hero group uh, in their fintech team so they were primarily food and grocery delivery platform and they were honest from the start that okay we don't know much about fintech payments wallets that's why we brought you in so you have to like be our guiding beacon yeah we know a lot about food and grocery delivery but uh, we're looking to you to you know build a strategy 3 to 5 years for fintech uh, and product management so that put a bit of pressure on my shoulders uh, because of course like uh, working for such a big company and and setting the foundation stone for 
e-wallets in payments for them was a very, very important task. And it had like huge implications for the bottom line of the business. So initially, I think it was a bit, I won't say challenging, but quite interesting work aligning with people because I was a solo person in the team. But after like six to eight months, when I started building my team and, and you know, started dividing tasks into them, I think it became more streamlined and we started enjoying more and started you know, actually making an impact uh, in, in fintech, in food, Pada, what, what we want to do, like, with, like which other vendors were doing, like Grab, et cetera, in, in the region. So. Sounds sounds very interesting. Like they just uh, called you on and they said, okay, you're going to lead our fintech and you just had to have a big shift in your mindset and your approach on how to do your job. Uh, that's interesting. But um, could you, I, I'm a little curious on um, moving countries and uh, adapting to change in terms of culture, communication, uh, possibly language barriers, because I myself came to the UK from Pakistan a couple of years back and I noticed a lot of differences regarding the food and I had to go to a lot of restaurants to find what I liked. So I've got a good list now. Uh, and other than that, the culture and meeting people. So I think it's a great, I've, I found a really diverse group of people and I think it's really interesting. It makes you grow on a personal level uh, and a professional level. So I wouldn't recognize who I was two years ago. Oh, sorry. So um, yeah, so I wouldn't recognize who I was two years ago. And I just wanted to learn a bit more about Shazal. How was your experience on, a, let's say, a, less professional side moving to a different country and you know adapting to the culture the people and how challenging was it and you know how did you overcome any challenges you faced so like very good question so whenever like anyone moves to a new country uh be it singapore or canada like of course when i moved there there were some challenges because only there were only two or three faces that i knew which were the people who but there in the interview process. Yeah. Uh, besides, um, the entire team was new. The entire city was new. Um, like it, it, one can consider them very lucky if they have some family in in these places so that they can guide them. But in my case, that was also limited. So I had to like learn a lot of things about how to settle in. Hey, how do you get a place on rent? Um, how do you get a car? What are the processes you uh, a new mover has to do? You know, from a government perspective. Um, again, your your point on on where to eat. So. Uh, where not to eat some like these challenges were there as well for me like especially in Singapore but I guess uh, the team at Food Panda was very accommodating and they had this like unit uh, HR unit which, which especially dealt in you know new movers to the country who were moving from all over the world and they used to help them with any questions and guidances on maybe dietary restrictions where you can find certain type of food uh, where to pull to contact to like look at properties for it so on and so forth uh, public transport what is the process for that so I guess that really helped me and then I guess just is experimenting and then going there and doing things yourself and making a bit of mistakes uh, but overall it was a very good experience a very good learning experience before COVID hit I, after that it was just online in, in a small condo room so I can, I, I can I can imagine that's really, really insightful, Shazal. And, and I moved from England to Scotland, and I had a culture shock when it came to food. Um, so never mind uh, moving um, entirely to different continents. Um, just in terms of you know your journey as a product manager, then you know as you said, Shazal, um, when you first started, you know, there wasn't any sort of formal qualifications, and and you kind of had to sort of you know build that role yourself. What would you say are the kind of the key elements of you know, what you've learned as a product manager that you'd say, you know, these are the things that that made me a good product manager. And, and actually, if I was to start this journey again, these are the things I would kind of focus on. So so to answer your question, Ash, I would say like 
again, the the things that I think uh, in my journey made me a good product manager are the following. Number one, focus on the customer pain point and our customers, right? Um, some some uh, professionals tend to make the mistake that um, they build products which a professional feel or maybe their seniors feel is right for the customer. Uh, in product management, it, it is good to take everyone's opinion and, and get to that and like enlist that for sure. But ideally, if you want to make a successful product, that should be a one that we know the customer actually wants to use. And there are various methods of validating them. Low fidelity, high fidelity, you know, user testing sessions. One can go on, on that spot. And another factor that I would say is, is uh, important in product management is being a data-driven product man manager and doing a data-driven product management, uh, having a data-driven product management philosophy. Because pure product management is only successful once you see, hey, what we are delivering in small increments to the customer, not like after six months or nine months, maybe after a few weeks to a month. Is that improving the customer acquisition? Is that improving the customer engagement? Uh, in my experience, some companies do not even track these metrics from the start. So it becomes a bit challenging for any aspiring product manager to you know, become data-driven. So in my experience, again, I have been a part of a few organizations in which uh, the data evolution was not ideal, but then as an as a aspiring product manager, it's, it's our job and the professional's job to also work with this company to ensure that, that the data-driven aspect is there so that we could see, okay, this initiative worked with the customers, this did not, just scrap it, let's pivot, it, let's move on. Uh, and, and the other thing is customer evaluation. What does the customer want rather than thinking what we want or what our seniors want? No, so, it's, it's, it's really useful. Um, um, sorry, Sadhu, are you going to come with a question? No, no, go on, go on. Um, I, I was just going to say, I think, you know, we, we touched on um, data um, uh, a number of episodes ago in season one. We talked about digital transformation and, yeah. and you know, you can't do digital transformation without really understanding core data. And the same goes for, you're right, for customer, because, you know, how do you know the impact you're making? Um, what, what, do, what from just from your different parts of your journey, Shazal, what, what, how much um, is culture important, especially around, you know, to your point around if something doesn't work, drop it. And, and go do something else that is going to have a customer impact. You know, sometimes that's easier said than done in certain organizations. <laughs> I can see smiling. <laughs> so Ash, that, that's a very, a very interesting and tough question. But in all honesty, uh, like my feedback is like to myself and all aspiring product managers, there are a lot of companies which, which uh, say that they want to deep dive into the digital or agile space and, you know, run that uh, run. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Culture is very important because if there is a culture of, of failure in a company that, hey, if someone does something wrong, you know, launches a feature, it does not move the product metrics or worst case, it declines the product metrics and there will be repercussions. I think that is not a very good culture for a product manager to grow in. So product management is all about, I think, executing quickly, um, seeing the results through data. If the results are strong, get an idea and build upon those results. And if those results are not ideal, pivot and, and change your strategy. Uh, so I think culture does play an important role uh, to give the product managers that confidence uh, to, to actually work with the customer to see what is their ideal journey. Um, so I think this is also very, very important because if, if in companies there is a culture, okay, hey, Mr. Product or Ms. Product Manager, you launched this feature, you said this would increase acquisition by 10%, but it actually decreased by 2%. Um, and, you know, you have that reprimanding sort of culture that that, that would really play into the confidence of, of a 
future product manager. So, well, you know, really good answer. Thanks, Shazan. Hearing you talk about product management, I just, I just feel that uh, you're the lead in a business like it's your own tiny business within a larger business so it's this product you have to build it you have to make it better you have to launch it and you have to make sure it runs smoothly am, am i right in saying that yeah i would say you're absolutely right so my definition is like i believe product managers are like mini ceos of their specific product or business yeah. time and ownership uh, like any ceo takes ownership of the entire business um, it's very important for product managers to also take ownership of of uh, their entire business line or product feature which they're building um, it, it's not okay to say in, in my opinion that hey okay a product manager made this business plan this road uh, this backlog this roadmap and the engineers would work to launch in it but product management has to lies with engineers designers marketing finance legal a good and the good market activities to ensure that the end-to-end -end cycle is is what they envisaged so and then that takes a lot of ownership and coordination with other stakeholders and and then there's also two opinions like one is some product managers tend to bring in these stakeholders at at near the launch phase whereas some also keep these important stakeholders with them in the start when they start discovery about a certain concept so in my experience having your important stakeholders with you since the start always pays off better than getting them on on, on the board at a later stage which, which might delay the the launch part a bit so. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds good. So, so you've covered a few skills that project managers should have. You've covered customer focus, data driven approach, stakeholder management, and working with a diverse range of people and having a diverse range of skills. So, so that's, that's really interesting, but, um, it may, it may seem a uh, very overwhelming to people who want to break into the field, be they, uh, fresh graduates or with certain years of experience in their field. So, how would you advise our listeners? Like if someone wants to break into product management with a couple of years of experience behind their back, what's the best way to do that? Or how can they build their profile accordingly? And what would you say? How, how what would you advise them? So like uh, I, I was talking to one uh, aspiring product manager just like this week who wanted to break into an associate product management role in North America. And, and I'll just share the advice that I shared with him as well. Uh -huh. So product managers, especially who want to become product managers, um, they should, they should work on being more entrepreneurial and creative. Um, even if they haven't like, hey, there are a lot of students, there are a lot of, lot of entrepreneurs there who as a group of friends form a new, I won't say a startup, but a new initiative, even that could be a very small scale initiative because that gives aspiring product managers a sense and a true taste of, okay, what it means to be a product manager. Um, it could be also a university project. It, it could be also something that they do as, as a welfare project for the site. It doesn't have to be a like, scale startup where they have series A, series B, series C funding. So this is something which, which, which would be a very good initiative, bringing out that entrepreneurial and creative mindset. And the other is, for a person wanting to come into product management and learn, for them, I guess it's very important to target and pick those companies in which product management is, is being done in, in a, I won't say an ideal state, but a more than proper state. So that once they join it, they can get the true taste of product management and, and then make their final career choice. Uh, the only fear I have is like if some person who's a, absolutely wants to come into an associate product manager job and they go to a company which is a big company has processes maybe product management is not that agile they would not get the true taste of product management from from that organization and then maybe that would be the reference point um, and another thing how do they mold their profiles i guess there are a lot of like 
content on on youtube uh, there's a lot of content on coursera a lot of digital courses on product management there are a lot of forums which one can join which in which you can interact with product managers um, so i think as as any aspiring product manager i would say hey maybe go to coursera or some other other platform do a few basic courses uh, there are a lot of videos on youtube on what actually product manager is and there are a lot of great gurus which which i also follow uh maybe read a few books of marty kagan like inspired and empowered that gives a great sense and of what product management is i guess these things coupled with some real time experience of creativity and entrepreneurship at a small scale would really help i think that's a it's a um, amazing answer shazal i think um one of the things our listeners really get lots of value on is just that kind of structured approach. So I think there's, there's a ton of stuff there, which I think people could take away. Um, we, we did an episode on career development a while back, Shazel, um, and I'm sure you've heard it. Um, and, and in that one, we talked about how you would structure your, 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 your sort of your career development to have a focus. I think you've given us some really useful tips. I think what we'll, what, what we'll try to do for our listeners is, is capture some of that and maybe um, add it to the comments on our LinkedIn post uh, so people can kind of go find some of these uh, tools. I, I thought your, your answer on entrepreneur really resonated with me, Shazel, because the difference from my, my experiences of a good and not so good product manager is that entrepreneurial mindset, um, which is, you know, generating ideas, looking for new um, innovative ways of doing things, not being afraid to test and fail and, and, and actually thinking of this, as you said, growing a business, growing a customer base, et cetera, and, and kind of chasing it, which I think is um, really powerful. Um, and, and a bit around the organization made me smile because um, I've worked for different organizations and, and I know exactly what you mean when you join an organization where there's product management and then you realize it's not product management and then um, it can be quite challenging. So I think that's a, a, a really um, useful tip as well. Um, yeah, but no, no, I thought, I thought it was a, was a, a really good um, approach there. Some really interesting things. Uh, just goes to show what a challenging job a product manager is because you don't have one hat, I imagine, Shazel. You've got many, many hats you have to wear uh, probably most of the day. Yeah, that that's absolutely true, and, and it also depends on Ash. Like as you mentioned, uh, when you when anyone works for an organization, uh, what part or evolution of product management are they in? So if if in 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 my experience, like if when I have worked for an organization which is, I would say quite aspiring or quite high with respect to evolution of product management, it's it's a very good dialogue. And like I personally also learn a lot from like people who are working there, who come from the industries, who have been there, done that, who are specialists in the product management field. So like at there, one, one can also wear, you know, a student hat at that time and also learn great things. But then again, there's another hat uh, as a product manager in which, as you said, like if someone is in a company where product management is to be done, but it is not at an ideal state, then at that state, one has to be a champion of, of product management, try and drive it from within their team circle. And then if it is successful, maybe outside their circle and to other teams and then be the best practice feature for, for product management. So I guess like depending on, like a, a person's profile and personally i i feel that if if a product manager wants to become like a really senior leader it, it's good that they have experience and taste of working in these different industries and and for companies which have different evolution cycles of product management so they they could say hey we worked in different arenas faced different challenges solved different challenges and learned from from those challenges as well 
And I think yeah, that's it's a really good point actually around kind of um, progression and and wanting to be a future leader because I I did product management um, many years ago probably badly now Shazel now that you've told me what good looks like, um, but and that was kind of in the in the current account space. But actually, a lot of the stuff I learned there, which is you know basic PNL to you know you're kind of some days you're a marketeer, some guy, some days you're a digital entrepreneur, some days you're you're looking at, you know, customer research, you get a real broad understanding of, you know, how a business operates, how products should work. And then that really sets you up, though, if you do go into leadership roles in organizations, you've got this really broad understanding of how it all fits together, rather than sometimes, you know, these uh, niche skills, which don't give you that. So I think product management, I always, um, when I'm mentoring people, I always suggest people spend at least a couple of two, three years of their career doing some form of product management just gives you a good sense of how businesses should work. Yep, uh, that, that's a very, very valid point because technically, like, I think like to add on your point, Ash, like for any product manager, it's also important to understand their product first before they can do any sort of product management for that product. And that entails understanding their business, like how do we create revenue, which are our customers, why are they our customers, what's, what are the cost factors, why have we built like this thing this way and why not that way? And, and the questions like this inquisitive nature, I would also encourage that uh, like future aspiring product managers have this because this is really valued in this day and age. Uh, because like if one is introduced into a company and they just roll in with the, with the colors of that specific product, uh, that is not, I'm saying bad, but if any product manager comes and starts to understand the product and ask the questions like, why are we doing this? Like we are doing this currently, that would also give the product manager a good idea and will enable them to do a better job in their field, in, in that specific company in the future as well. I think it's, um, Shazel, it's been uh, really uh, interesting uh, listening uh, to your answers. And I think you've, you've structured them in a brilliant way um, in the sense of kind of as, as a listener. I think it's been a great learning experience. Um, Ash has dabbled in a bit of project management before, so so maybe he knew some of this stuff, but for me, it's a really new and it's really exciting how you define project management as being a mini CEO of your own business and taking the project from ideation to you know execution and uh, uh, adoption so i think that's really exciting so uh, for our listeners just to summarize we talked about the skills product managers require including customer focus data driven approach a diverse range of skills and stakeholder management we uh, shazil gave some brilliant advice regarding being entrepreneurial and creative picking companies that do product management right and then uh, online development con- uh, uh, content and uh, forums to learn and uh, more about product management and uh, gr- improve your skill set. Um, in the end, we talked a bit about progression and how product management can set you up for leadership and senior roles. Um, so Shazil, uh, um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking out the time. It has been a pleasure having you. I've learned a lot and it's been really fun talking to you and I hope our listeners have as well. I'm sure they will. Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. So, uh, Thank, thank you so much, Shazla. I really, really enjoyed the discussion. Um, I'm going to listen back to that myself because there was a lot of tips there yeah. that I'm going to make a note of. So really, really thank you for taking your time. Uh, thank you, Sadhanash. The pleasure is all mine. And I just hope that uh, via this podcast, listeners learn something and I could add value to a future aspiring product management profession. So thank you. I'm, I'm sure they will. Uh, you're welcome. And thank you for coming on. So everyone who listened to the episode, if you enjoyed something, which I'm sure, sure you did, if you learned something, which I'm sure you did, uh, 
please like subscribe share with your friends and you know let us know what you think of uh, the feedback and how me and ash can improve and become better podcasters and you know provide more value and um, i guess that's it so um, see you next week guys uh, see you shazil see you ash take care everyone thank you thank you